Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, the horror movie show here from Mailed Fuzz. I'm Peter, that is Timothy, and we <laughs> talk about horror movies. And we're doing extra episodes because it's October and it's the month of Halloween. <laughs> and speaking of Halloween, this Ooh. episode we are going to talk about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Now, this is the oddball, this is the weird <laughs> uh, red-headed stepchild of the Halloween franchise because it's... Nothing to do with Michael Myers. It has nothing to do with the continuity of the stories. It's just a complete standalone film because John Carpenter and co. had this idea that Halloween would be an anthology series where every year you'd get a new Halloween set around the holiday of Halloween, but it would be a different story of different things happening. And mm-hmm. this was their first... So, <laughs> assuming Michael Myers from 1 and 2 was the first story, this was the second story in this anthology... Now, um, granted, I haven't seen all of the Halloween movies. Um, actually, don't think I saw four or five. But uh, I am actually going to go out on a limb here and say something that might be a little bold. But I think this is, like, aside from the original, my favorite Halloween movie. It's very telling that you've not seen four because four is my favorite. <laughs> outside, okay. of, outside of the original. Obviously, okay. the original is yeah. obviously the best. Let's just make that clear. Right, um, right, right. And it works as as its own on its own movie. Mm-hmm. If you ignore all the sequels, and that's fine, you can do that. Uh, yeah. But I don't like it as much as you do. I think it's a fun little <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, I do think there's a lot of problems with it, <laughs> which I'll get to as we go through it. But. It's not bad. I feel like it gets a really bad rap, and it did at the yeah. time. Now, admittedly, I say this not being born when this movie came out. Neither about you, and you're older than me, Timmy, so obviously this movie's getting old. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like, growing up, uh, it, it, I kind of always avoided it, because, like, um, I, I got a lot of my horror, like, young horror influence from, like, my brothers and my cousins that, you know, we had watched stuff a lot. And like you said, this one was always the kind of one that people would like warn you about and i remember like you know i think like either my brother or my cousin or something kind of being like uh you know if we'd be at the video store being like no don't we're not going to get that one like michael myers isn't even in it. it's weird it's its own thing uh so i only watched this for the first time like maybe a couple of years ago and uh yeah i'm not going to say that it's like a great movie or <laughs> like it's you know high art but it is a crazy weird <laughs> movie which as you know that's kind of my bread and butter i like the really wacky off the rails kind of stuff well it's really (laughs) let's just say this if tim ever has a sex tape uh wacky and off the rails will be the title of said sex tape (laughs) um, to borrow a joke from brooklyn 99 um (laughs) so what is this movie actually about it is about a toy well it's not a toy it is about a halloween mask manufacturing company (laughs) who are Involved in some sort of conspiracy because a man like turns up dead at the start of the movie. Well, doesn't turn up dead. Mm-hmm. He he's on the run. He goes to the hospital, and then one of these men in a suit working for this company show up and crush his skull with his bare hands, mm-hmm. uh, and then goes out into the car park and sets himself on fire. And <laughs> uh, a wonderful, wonderful move. Although I do want to mention actually before we even get to that, during the chase sequence at the start when the guy's just sort of running through the, the junkyard or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a moment when one of the guys in the suits has got him like pinned down to the ground, and he pulls yeah. away like the the cinder block that's holding the car 
uh, like mm-hmm. in place, and it, it wheels towards him, and it pins the the guy in the suit between the two cars. That looked really mm-hmm. goofy to me. I don't know about you. Um, his reaction. No, admittedly, yeah. given what these guys in suits are, I suppose his reaction kind of makes sense. But at the yeah. time, at the start of the movie, it feels really weird and goofy. It's 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 very jarring <laughs> opening, uh, mm. especially if you're coming in here. Not really knowing what you're getting and being like, all right, yeah, I see. I saw the first two Halloween movies. I, I think <laughs> I know what I'm in store for. It, it is like a shock to the system. Yeah, I, I will say this though. I really like the music in this movie. Oh yeah, the, the synth music and the the opening titles. It really sets a tone. Mm. I like it. I like that stuff. Definitely. But yeah, so uh, our lead character is uh, Tom Atkins. Uh, I think his name is Daniel, yeah. but he's Tom Atkins uh, yeah. with his glorious mustache. And he's a doctor who uh, works on this guy who shows up dead at the start. And mm-hmm. obviously this whole thing's weird. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's when the guy's daughter shows up, uh, <laughs> who's clearly in her 20s. And Tom Atkins yeah. is clearly in his 50s. <laughs> they team up to try and investigate what's going on with this company called Silver Shamrock, who make the Halloween mm-hmm. mask. And of course, yeah. there's the commercial that's constantly playing throughout the film. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, the happy, happy Halloween uh, yeah. Silver Shamrock jingle you know what i love is uh if you don't see that like little kind of like opening part of him like in the hospital being a doctor i don't know if you would ever realize that he's a doctor throughout the rest of the movie he like i feel like they basically made him like a detective or a cop but like also like a doctor like a doctor that acts like a detective or something well funny enough one of the the weird complaints i'm going to have about the end of the movie Mm-hmm. is that changing his profession to something else would have probably helped my complaint. But I'll okay. get to that when we talk about the ending. Uh, right. But, yeah, so they team up, and they even go on a trip to the town where this the, the main like factory for this silver shamrock mm-hmm. is. And it's an Irish town in America. Everything's named up <laughs> after something. Like I think the motel's called the Dublin Inn, and yeah. various other things like that. It's, just, it's Irish everywhere. And like they meet other characters because like, there's a salesman there who's there to meet them because he's he's the top salesman for the, the Halloween masks this year and yeah. there's various other characters and uh, one woman accidentally <laughs> electrocutes her face well I say electrocutes it's, it's like a beam of lightning but then it causes her face to like do this weird stuff and then like cockroaches yeah. and stuff start coming out and there are these like computer chips in the mask and one like falls off in like in her hotel room and she takes it and I don't know what this woman does she's for tam- a living. She's tampering with it, yeah. Yeah. She instantly like becomes like I don't know if she's like some type of software in- engineer or something, but like she like, she's instantly like seems like she just knows like how computer chips work and like I don't know, it's so weird. She may <laughs> Although I'm gonna get to one of my other like main complaints about this movie. Okay. So They've almost done nothing at this point. They've, they've just arrived in this town. And yeah. Tom Atkins has sort of snuck around and asked various people about things. But they're pretending to be a married couple so that it doesn't look suspicious them getting a, coming to this town and being in the motel room. Makes and sense. he offers to, oh, maybe I should go sleep in the car or you know, I'll get another room you know, to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, where do you want to sleep? <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's a stupid question. And then they start kissing, and we even get another sex scene with them later on, and they are now romantically involved. 
Is it just me? Now, forgetting their age, which, by the way, is a problem anyway, because he's like in his 50s and she's like 22. But like, doesn't he even ask her, like, are you old enough? No, he does. He so, asks he yeah. her that after they have sex. <laughs> he says, well, by the way, what age are you? <laughs> and I think she says, like, old enough or something. Yeah, I'm older than I look. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, no further questions needed. <laughs> <laughs> but forget, forgetting the age difference, right? Just for, let's yeah. forget that. Is there anything okay. about them before that kiss scene that even remotely tells you that there <laughs> should be, will be, or any hint of a romantic like interest at all? Uh, I mean, other than the fact that he's Tom Atkins and <laughs> who could resist him? I mean, <laughs> all on that fact, all, all yeah. on that. Yes. No, um, there, there's like absolutely none. It's it's super like out of left field. Like, yeah, because there's absolutely like nothing leading up to it. I mean, maybe they really got to know each other in the car ride or something, but we don't see that. No, it comes out of complete nowhere. And it just feels kind of creepy, and it doesn't really... And the real thing is, is it doesn't even need to happen. Like, it, nothing comes from them being a couple. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what, Pete, there's a lot in this movie <laughs> that didn't need to happen. <laughs> oh, probably okay. about, like, 60% of the time the commercial plays probably did not. Yeah, the commercial plays <laughs> far too often. Like, you've seen it, like, 20 times by the time you get to the end of the movie. It's really, really quite something. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that would be my first big main complaint is just this weird relationship angle that comes out of nowhere and doesn't really add much. Um, the movie's actually pretty straightforward though. Like, it, I actually like I'd been a couple of years since I'd watched it, and I kind of I was surprised by how quickly it got to certain moments. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know, no, it's a pretty fast movie. Yeah, because after the woman accidentally like fries her face off. Uh, they meet Cochrane, who's the head of the company of the head of Silver Shamrock for the first time, and they end up going over the next day. And they're actually inv- trying to investigate stuff at the front desk, but they end up getting invited on a tour of the hmm. of the factory and uh, what have you. And while they're there, like he notices all these weird guys in like suits that you know we've seen throughout the movie, and then she, you know, Ellie, her name is, she recognizes the car that belonged to her dad, and like they hmm. look suspicious. So it's that night that the the guys in suits come and kidnap her, mm-hmm. and he then goes to investigate at the factory, and we find out that these guys in suits are actually mechanical; they are essentially robots. <laughs> of and course, because he he punches his way through one of their stomachs, and it's like all this yellow <laughs> goo that comes out. And oh. but then, then it's basically just like Cochrane explaining his master plan for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. um, it is super bizarre. Uh, like you have like so many different things going on in this movie. Like you have this like mystery that they're investigating, and then this like weird conspiracy uh, where this basically like Irish warlock guy wants to like use these masks to like kill people. Like, and I I don't understand like exactly how the masks work because like you said like the lady like it's like a laser but there's also like bugs (laughs) and stuff that like crawls out of them yeah well see see what happens there's a there's a hint early on in the film and on news report Mm -hmm. that someone is stolen one of the stones from stonehenge yeah 
And this is what they're using. <laughs> they're putting little bits, little bits of Stonehenge in the chips, and because of whatever they do, the, the signal that they're going to broadcast on Halloween night after the movie Halloween, which we see a couple of times on the TV, yes. um, <laughs> it basically melts the people's faces and causes like poisonous snakes and stuff to come out, which then kills the parents who are in the room. Yeah. And that that's kind of their plan. And the whole thing is, is that you know he's he's a warlock. He's part of uh, you know, it's like witchcraft. Yeah, was a Celtic tribe or something. Yeah, and every couple of thousand years they have to sacrifice lots of young to <laughs> whatever devil or god they worship. Yeah, it's a, it's it is so insane and like such a. I, I feel like it like reaches really big like like bigger than like a lot of like horror movies do like usually like horror movies are very you know like self-contained like you know a person being haunted or possessed or a group of friends being like stalked or something like this one it's like oh wow this has like worldly uh like repercussions yeah yeah it's biblical almost <laughs> yeah oh it's yeah good point um and then, so tom atkins gets captured but then he escapes just I'll gloss over that. There's not really much happens in the in the yeah, time that he escapes. And some actiony stuff. He he finds like a box of the chips, you know, the the badges <laughs> that go on the mask that have the actual thing in them, and he yeah. turns all the TVs on in this sort of like in the factory where the scientists are all like I don't know monitoring things, and he yeah. pours this box of all the chips down from above the rafters, <laughs> and as because the signals playing on the TV, as they all fall into the the view of the TVs with all the scientists. They all start like blowing up and sparking off, and <laughs> electrics happening, and they all die. And then, for some reason, and I don't understand why, <laughs> but like an electricity circle forms around this like <laughs> circle of TVs, and then the Stonehenge starts to like spark up. And Mister Cochrane, who's like standing in between these two things, sort of smiles like, "Ha, ah, you got us there," <laughs> and he like he gets struck. Both ends, like the lightning goes from the circle to Stonehenge stone, and he's like in the middle of the line, and then he like goes white and fades away. Oh. Well, I mean, no one really knows what Stonehenge does. That's <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Actual> your response. <laughs> oh, dear. And if that wasn't enough, so <laughs> du- during this whole uh, escape sequence, he gets into the room where they're keeping uh, Evie. Was yeah. it Evie? Is that her name? Mm, it was a, it was a girl's name. Ellie or Evie? <laughs> oh. I can tell you. I can tell you. It's not that hard. Yeah. Mm. It is Ellie. Okay, it was my second guess. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, so he gets Ellie out of this room where she's mm. been sort of like tied up or whatever. And she's like with him while he does all this, like, you know, emptying the box of like chips and all the other things that he does. She's with him the entire time as he's escaping. They get in the car, they drive away. That was a plot twist. She has been turned in to a robot. Yeah. She got robot robotized. <laughs> la botomatized. <laughs> la bo- la robotomatized. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we get this really weird wacky sequence where he knocks off her head mm-hmm. and then her arm on its own starts strangling him and it's it's like something out of a slapstick, you know, Adam's Family-esque, yeah. goofy, Sam Raimi Yeah, it could almost be a little Evil Dead-ish. Yeah, and I'm like, what is happening? Why? <laughs> why, why, why is this scene happening? Why? 
you know, it was like, oh, we want one last little scare and one last little like fight sequence. So, so she's just dead. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure exactly how the robot process works. Like, were they just like straight up making robots, or were they taking like actual humans and doing something? to them to kind of turn them into these well, when mr cochran was talking about it he was like oh the, the, the inside stuff was actually quite easy to do it was the uh, outside that took years to perfect so it sounded like yeah. they actually were making them um and they implying that she was a robot the whole time because that makes no sense a she wasn't yeah. acting like a robot the whole time and b she had a father that she cared yeah. about so you know like obviously she wasn't she's now a robot uh, or they just made a robot look that looked like her, and maybe she herself was just dead somewhere else. That's yeah. possible. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> so Tom Atkins runs to far enough the same uh, gas station that uh, the opening scene had, um, and he runs in and he's like, "Oh, I need to use your phone. I need to use your phone." And he, he phones. Uh... See, so this is the thing. Like, you can't even say he phones the TV station. He doesn't even phone mm-hmm. one channel because whoever he's talking to somehow turns off the, uh, the <laughs> Halloween signal on two channels. Which, by the way, yeah. why is it on three channels to begin with? Why did people running the TV stations think this was a normal thing or that it was a good idea? You know, what's weird about it is... Uh, and, and, like, the whole marketing for it, you know, they're, like, telling, like, kids, like, everywhere, like, oh, hey, make sure to come inside and check out the... Like, uh, the... It, it's weird because it's not, like, a TV special they're doing. Like, it's not, like... Oh, make sure to watch the a special episode of blah blah blah. It's like no, like make sure to watch this commercial. And like I know they're doing like a prize giveaway or something, I guess. But it still like seems kind of weird that people would be like that into like oh man, we love these masks. We gotta watch the commercial. <laughs> also, they're doing this after showing Halloween, which is finishing <laughs> for nine p.m. That seems a bit odd, you know. Come kids, come yeah. watch Halloween. <laughs> and then this like commercial afterwards this that's just that's weird that was my cat sneezing by the way i don't know if you heard that um yeah always fun but yeah so with one phone call this doctor convinces someone to cut off a tv transmission <laughs> He convinces them then to turn off the second TV transmission and it ends in the cliffhanger. We don't know if he turns off the third one because it's played on three channels apparently, right? But he, with one phone call, somehow convinces someone to just flip a switch and turn it off. See if that actually happened. See if you phoned up, you know, a broadcast place. And this is the weird thing is I don't know who controls like multiple TV stations. I'm guessing... Well... Also, like, this is back in the day where, you know, there's probably only, like, three stations and they're probably run by, like, local affiliates. So, I, I can't imagine, like, I don't know who he would be able to talk to that'd be able to shut down, like, you know, like, every station broadcast, like, across the country. Like, yeah. at the best, maybe, you know, he'd get in contact with some type of local af- affiliate or, or something. But know. even if he does, even if he gets in contact... How does he convince someone, no, 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 if you play this, people are going to die. Yeah. You have to stop the transmission. So... Uh, I mean, I get the only... This is why I said earlier on, like, if they changed his profession, mm-hmm. I might have bought this better. If he worked at the TV stations or something, if he was, like, a, you know, an executive yeah. for a TV thing, but he investigated this because he knew who was involved or something, I don't know. 
I feel like through like the whole movie though, he's been like so charming and people have liked <laughs> him so much that you can just be like, Oh yeah, I I could see this guy like, you know, even charming someone off the phone or something. Has he been that charming though? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I think it's just you. I thought you just got Tom Atkins. I think that's really what's happening here. Not gonna deny it. Uh now, that said, I've sounded like I've been pretty negative. I do actually kind of enjoy this movie because it is so crazy and because it is yeah. kind of weird and whatever, but like, I'm going to point these things out. It is an absurd movie with lots of weird uh, leaps in logic that I don't quite follow. What I love, though, is like uh, with something like this, Like, it, I feel like you know I would complain about it more if it's like, you know, a consistent, like, serious movie throughout, and then it just has this one kind of weird thing to it, you know, that kind of sticks out. But since there's, like, so many crazy stuff going on that it's like, all right, I, I feel like this kind of adds to, uh, like, the the zaniness of it. And if you're going to be really weird and crazy, you might as well, like, pile it on instead of, you know, just having, like, one or two things. And it's, uh, and it, again, it's like, you know, it's going to be, depending on the kind of stuff that you enjoy, like if you're going for something more serious or, you know, kind of high art kind of thing. But, you know, if you're looking for like, you know, a cheesy 80s popcorn flick, you know, this is, you know, great for that kind of style. Hmm. That said, there's at least the other Halloween sequels that I like more than this one. So Interesting. So I will leave that (laughs) with you there. However, this is head and shoulders above the Rob Zombie movies. I'll give you that. Oh, Head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. No dandruff guaranteed. <laughs> oh, that was a good joke. We talked about. <laughs> that was a great joke. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's Halloween three season of the witch. And I guess uh, I should ask Tim: Is there anything else you would like to discuss about the film before we get to ratings? You know, I, I had a funny. Uh little realization uh, while watching it which is uh if they made like um a doctor strange movie in the 80s or the 90s tom atkins would have really killed it he's because <laughs> he really reminded me of like a, a pre-magic doctor strange like he he got the mustache he's a doctor he's womanizing partying <laughs> a very cocky um so that that was enjoyable uh watching it through that lens uh, a little bit um, I like the uh, the special effects. Uh, I thought were good. Like when the that first lady gets fried, like and she has like her lips are all kind of curled up and stuff. Mm. Like uh, I thought that looked uh, cool. Um, I re- I really like the scene. Uh, like when they first get to the hotel and there's that like um, kind of annoying like sales couple that arrive and the the kids riding his bike in the street and the mom's like, "Don't go on the street." And he just, <laughs> just like sticks his middle finger out of her. <laughs> Like, I just love that, like, unnecessary, like, wow, this family's like a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can appreciate these things. I can appreciate them. Um, oh, uh, also, like, while that lady is, I think, like, while that lady's dying, like, they just had sex and, like, they hear her screams or something. And they're like, huh, what's that? And, like, uh, probably nothing. They just, like, ignore it. Yeah. Uh, all, all valid points, Tommy. Uh, I can't deny that. Though it's a fun movie, it's a stupid movie, but it's a fun yes. movie. Oh, and uh, and of course, like the end, just uh, like that weird added, like extra meta layer where like Tom Atkins is actually screaming at you, like at the viewer. 
to stop it. Uh, I, I, I thought that was enjoyable. Oh, go on. What do, what do you think the meta thing there is then? Well, because he's looking at the viewer and saying to, you know, like, turn it off. Oh, so you just think it's like a joke about how the movie's ending? And he's, like, telling you to yeah. turn it off? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, like, looking like, he's, like, right, he's, like, yeah, I th- forming I, eye contact with you. When you said meta, I thought you were going to tell me, like, some analysis about how the movie's telling us to stop, like, turning Halloween into a commercial thing or something. I thought you were, I thought you were going to make a um, point, Timmy, as all of us say. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure there's layers upon layers that, uh, that, I, that I missed, but because um, it definitely does seem like one of those movies that's really smart <laughs> but well, see, I don't you know have to it, think about it <laughs> I don't know if it is I don't know if it is which is I know, why I'll, yeah, I'm kidding but... which, which is why when you said there was a meta level I thought <laughs> oh he's going to tell me something interesting here that I missed but no nah. okay uh, so I think for ratings then Timmy what, what would you uh, rate Halloween 3 Season of the Witch um I'm Night, no, I'll say 100% positive. I'm gonna rate it higher than you, but um, <laughs> again, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to my kind of cheesiness fun scale uh, on this one, and uh, and I'm gonna give it an, an eight actually, a pretty high Oofed. score. I, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, I think it's a, uh, I think it's like a Halloween staple. It should, you know, it should definitely be watched, uh, you know, once a year in October, uh, especially with a group of friends. It's a, it's a good fun popcorn laugh at it movie i really really dig it <laughs> all right uh yes you have rated it higher than i will uh certainly mm-hmm. i am going to give it a six out of ten okay i think it's enjoyable i think it's weird i think it's goofy i think tom atkins is wonderful uh mm-hmm. with that mustache uh, second only to tom Selleck, of course of course and yeah it's definitely worth watching once in a while because it is so wacky but now well I'm sorry. Let me just ask you real quick, okay. though, because uh, again, you know, we mentioned this a couple of times uh, now, but I'm not as big of a Halloween series guy. Like again, you know, I love the first one, but I, you know, I haven't seen all of the other ones, and you know, I do like Michael Myers and stuff, but it's not like my franchise. Well, you know, as we said before, that you know, you love the first one and you're a little more attached to the series. So, do you see this as kind of like a you know, like some of the like, even if you do like the movie, do you still think see it as kind of like, well, I wish it wasn't Halloween? Oh yeah, I think the biggest problem with this movie is it's called Halloween Three. Like, yeah. like I think the anthology idea was a good idea, but mm-hmm. if they were going to do it, it had to be done with Halloween two. two, because yeah. at this point you've had two Michael Myers movies, and then you're trying to tell me that the third one's the next anthology story. Like, no, like. Yeah, that that that's a little weird. If it if it was done right off the bat, it would have helped it a lot more. It would have helped a lot more, and I think if it was just called Season of the Witch, it mm-hmm. would have, uh, you know, probably done better at the time. I think people at the time were heavily disappointed because they went to go see a Michael Myers movie, and they didn't get one. Um, yeah. For me now, like after the fact, when we just we know going in that this is this weird idea that they did instead. It's like yeah. fine, but there's a reason why the next one is called Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers <laughs> because they wanted people to know. They wanted to make sure that people knew yeah. they were getting what they wanted. No, no, he he's back. He's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that's well, someday. Hopefully, that's we'll get fun. the return of Tom Atkins. That's the movie I want to see. Ah, you can go watch Maniac Cop or uh, <laughs> countless other uh, movies. I think he's in Night of the Creeps as well and all stuff. Actually, uh, never seen either one of those, so. You know, she's a maniac cop. No, 
There's a movie starring Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell, and you've not seen it? Surprisingly, no, I have not. Jesus. <laughs> well, we will be back Hopefully we'll do it soon. <laughs> we will be back soon. Not with that, but with uh, Halloween 4. Like I say, we're going to do the first up to number 5 this year, so Tim will see it for the first time. So that'll be really, really interesting to hear what his thoughts are. So that has been Screams After Midnight, this episode. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Let us know what you think of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot if you do that. Thanks for watching, guys. We will be back with more uh, horror movie reviews this October soon. Goodbye.